insightful podcasts by informative hosts. Insights into Things, a podcast network. Welcome to Insights into Teens, a podcast series exploring the issues and challenges of today's youth. Your hosts are Joseph and Madison Whalen, a father and daughter team making their way through the challenges of the teenage years. Welcome to Insights in the Teens. This is episode 170, Perspectives on Parenting, Top Challenges. Uh, yeah, pretty much, I guess. I don't know. Uh, top, top Challenges? That's what it's called. No, it's Nurturing. Fine, okay. I think we didn't get the right notes there. <laughs> I'm your host, Madison Whalen. Clearly not very good at it. And my co-host, Joseph Whalen. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> how you doing? I'm doing great. Kind of fake it as much. Uh, and as hopefully with uh, our, you know, more penultimate, not really penultimate, really. What do you call these? Our tens? Our tens, yes. Uh, as with uh, our tens for now, we have a special guest my mother and um, co-host of that kind of dead podcast, Insights and Entertainment, Michelle Whalen. Wow, <laughs> that was that was an intro. There's <laughs> our marketing department again for you. <laughs> I'm gr- uh, hey, it makes it more fun, you know. I'm, I'm right. not I'm not great at this, but it makes it so that everybody laughs along. There sure. you go. That's sure. all that matters. Sure, we all have fun in the process, mm-hmm. right? All right, so um, this is one of our Perspectives on Parenting episodes that we're trying to do every 10 episodes. We have just concluded our uh, Emotional Intelligence uh, series, uh, and this is kind of the transition into the next period. Right. Um, And uh, last time, we actually only got through one of the planned segments we had for questions, so... We're going to be spending this episode going over the second segment of questions, that being that of nurturing. Uh, and pretty much this is just going to be a Q&A between uh, me and my parents, and it's kind of get more of the parenting perspective about how uh, challenging it is to be a parent. Uh, without further ado, I think we can get started. How about you? Sure. All right. I guess I should do a transition now. Probably. Okay, we'll just, we'll skip all the credits and everything now. Okay, let's go. All right, so um, our starting questions relate to showing kids that you love them, because that's a part of nurturing your kids. Because we're legally required to love you. No, we're not. <laughs> I don't think that's actually part of it. <laughs> We just happened to do it, so. Yeah, you know. Um, so the first question we have, which I guess can go out to either of you, because I haven't, you know, pre-said, like, oh, which one's going to which? Uh, so anyone can answer this, really. Uh, how much or often do you feel you express how much you care about me? 
I would say probably daily, hourly. You know, depends on the the mood. <laughs> Fair enough. Depends if you're you're being a a pain. Uh, no, even even you know, uh, Daddy and I are very fortunate with you. Um, you really are. You know, not to to toot your own horn, but you're a very exceptional kid, and you know, so it's very easy to to love you, even when you know we're upset with you, we still love you. That's nice. It's nice to know. And to mommy's point, you know, I think one of the things that you discover is that each of us shows, uh, we express it differently, right? Mommy expresses it every day by making sure you get to the school bus and by making sure that there's food on the table and by making sure that your lunch is packed and all that stuff. Mommy does it numerous times throughout the day. Not so much with me, but, you know. I, I pack your lunch, I mean, too. She still packs your <laughs> lunch. No, I mean, I don't, I'm not the one. I'm the, oh, okay. The, you know, I don't express it as often as, gotcha. as you do like that. But generally when I do it, it's it's not the accumulation of little things. It's the more deliberate things. Quality, I, I not the quantity. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. The next question we have here is, what ways do you feel that you express your love for me? Which, you know, I guess kind of follows uh, the previous question. How about you go first? You being me? Yes. Okay. I'll go first. Well, I think I do it by spending the time that we spend together. We, we spend a lot of quality time together, especially when it's study time or homework time or project time for school. I enjoy doing stuff like that with you or playing rock band or, you know, it's to me, it's, I'm more into the experience and the spending time and dedicating that to you. But I also like buying you presents and stuff and little things like we have our Timu days and stuff, you know, and it's like whenever I put an order in, I make sure I get something for you because I know it, it lifts your spirits and it's something that, that makes you smile. That makes sense. So besides, you know, basically taking care of my every whim in the morning and <laughs> during the entire day, how else do you think you express your love, Mommy? Well, I think, you know, spending time with you. We, we haven't done it in a while, but we used to have TV time uh, every night where we would just sit and watch, you know, television together. Um, you know, we go and get our nails done together. We'll, you know, take trips to to five below uh usually on a day off from school i try and you know take a day off or take time off from school from from work you know to be able to spend the day with you and you know do dave and busters or go to the mall or or something you know where we have that fun time especially when i can't together. go to dave and busters right because we do it intentionally to make sure that you know yeah. daddy's left out i think i think <laughs> in general i think we're very fortunate that you enjoy spending time with us. Like, that's a bonus. Right. And and I don't know how long that's going to be like that. So I think Mommy and I are wise enough to take advantage of that when we can so that we can enjoy that time now. Yeah. All right. So uh, this is going to get a little dark. So uh, prepare for this, I guess. 
Uh, would any factor about me that came up, such as my gender or sexuality, cause you to love me any less? And who's that for? Either of you, honestly. I'll go first. Okay. It had no bearing whatsoever. Like, ever. I, I knew from the moment I, you know, wanted to be a mom that no matter what the gender was, I would love the child, uh, no matter what, you know, as long as the, <laughs> the child didn't grow up to be a sociopath, uh, you know, uh, I would always, you know, love that child no matter what, unconditionally. And I think with the, the changes you've gone through with uh, different things uh, throughout you know, your, your lifetime so far, there has never been a moment that I haven't been supportive of you. And that's one of those things that I can't wrap my head around for parents that would disown their child because of their, you know, sexuality or their gender identity or, or anything like that where parents just you know, or even religion, um, you know, where, where kids decide that they want to practice a different religion and, you know, they, they just totally become disowned. And I just, as, as a parent, I don't understand how you can just turn that off. You know, I, you know, if it's something where you committed a crime, you committed murder, or you, you know, you did something heinous, that I could totally understand as a parent walking away from. But something because you choose who you are, why wouldn't I love you? Yeah, I think that's a very good answer. Thank you. Daddy? And I would agree. I and mean, there was never a point in time with any of those circumstances that would have caused me not to love you. I think if anything, it's caused uh anxiety on my part because sometimes it's things that i don't understand and i try to understand it or it's things that are so profoundly outside my uh, control that my natural instinct to try to protect you is compromised at times so if there's any issues that I have, it's more issues with me and my own ability to cope with things than it is with you on any level. All right. And for the record, I'd help you bury the body. <laughs> just, just so you know. <laughs> All right. Good answers from on both parts. I appreciate both, you know, for different reasons. <laughs> um... Next question we have is, are there times that you have to limit my actions just because you wanted to protect me? I guess we can go I on guess you. I, 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 I asked for that one. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, yes, all the time. And, and I do it, and I'll be the first one to admit that I do it uh, discriminatingly and probably unfairly. Um, for the longest time when you were growing up, I had the biggest fear of how boys were going to react to you. You know, uh, I knew, I know boys 
and I I know what they're capable of. I know how they think, and it terrifies me to have boys around my little girl. So, yeah, I probably said things. I probably did things that, that were in the spirit of protecting you that were probably overbearing. Uh, I'll admit to that, and 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 I'm not I'm not apologizing for that. My job is to protect you, and I protect you the best way that I I know how. That's fair. Mommy, how about you? Well, I think, and and we had had this conversation not that long ago where, you know, I had said I I didn't feel that I was a helicopter parent, but I felt I had to be a helicopter parent because of daddy, because of the way daddy felt about certain things and where I felt okay about certain situations Daddy didn't, so to make him happy, I became the partial helicopter parent to watch over and make sure things were fine, where I think if I hadn't done that, things still would have been fine. I don't think you were ever in any situation that could have or would have gone, you know, in a in a bad situation, but because of the way daddy being much more overbearing in certain respects. I had to, you know, he, he wanted to be the overbearing one, but I had to be the one to do the actions. (laughs) (laughs) He was management. (laughs) When in doubt, blame my dad. Yep. Pretty much. That's usually a good tactic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Next up. Uh, we have, have there been any rifts in our relationship due to anything you might have done that you believed was in my best interest, but I didn't agree with? I'll take that one first. All right. The only thing that immediately pops to mind is how I reacted when you revealed that you were a romantic. I... So I think my reaction was probably misinterpreted, but it was probably not presented in a way that was acceptable. And and I think that, at least it felt to me as though it kind of drove a wedge between us for a little while. And my point was, you know, you're you're young. I understand you feel this way, but, you know, let's not close ourselves off to other opportunities and you interpreted that as, you know, I wasn't respecting how you felt. And I totally understood where you were coming from with that, but that was not the intention. That was not the message that I was trying to get across. And and I didn't present it in uh, an acceptable manner. Okay, going a bit dark there. Uh-huh. You asked. I guess so. Uh, mommy, anything with you? I don't think so. Like, because I think I've been the the voice of reason when certain situations like that, you know, have have come into play. You know, what you've been grounded twice in your life, and that was, you know, you were in nursery school at the time. Like, I can't even remember the last time you were punished for something you know and i didn't have to help bury the body that time right <laughs> right you know you, you had a couple of timeouts and you know other than that 
It might be something, hey, did you finish the laundry? Oh, wait a second. You were supposed to work on laundry yesterday and or the day before, you know, stuff like that. So it's, you know, for the most part, I really can't, you know, say that, you know, oh, yeah, here, you, you know, it, it's it's those small things. It's, you know, the things that, you know, all right, so laundry didn't get folded. All right, whatever. We'll turn the dryer on again and we'll fluff everything up and we'll fold it tomorrow. You know? So I, I think that's where, you know, fortunately, you know, when it comes to school, when it comes to your grades, obviously never an issue on our part. You're, you're, you know, you're, you're harder on yourself than daddy or I ever have to be. So that's never you know, something. So if it's, you know, you didn't do a chore. Okay. You didn't do it today. You'll do it tomorrow. Okay. That's fine. All right. Good answers. Uh, next up, uh, we have, do you think one of the many jobs of a parent must be to love and care for their kid? Or is it something that's more optional? Clearly I thought it was <laughs> a job to, to love you, but I mean, I think it's, I think if you're a decent human being, you do. I don't think it's an optional thing, and I don't. I don't think it's really a job. It's do you love your kids? If you don't, why'd you have kids? You know, to me, it's just it's a natural thing to me, hmm. and that's really the only way I can explain it. That makes sense. No, and I I think it's much. I'm trying to 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 think of the 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 wording, but it's kind of yeah, like it's a duh. Why would you have kids? But unfortunately, there are people that do have kids for the wrong reasons, um, and unfortunately, n you know, parents sometimes just don't have that paternal instinct or that paternal desire, and. You know, you'll you'll see where, you know, people have have kids and then hand the kids off to the grandparents or some other family relative to, to raise just because they have no connection to that child. So. It's it, it seems kind of, again, like a duh, why why wouldn't you love your child? But there are people out there that have kids that have no connection to them. Um, just because, you know, of, of past trauma with them or they're just not that parenting type. So it's, it's not as obvious, I think, as, uh, you know, some people think it is. All right. I agree. Uh, next question we have is, is there anything that I could do that would make you stop loving me? Pretty simple question. Is it really? Because that's a pretty profound question. Really. I mean, I guess, but like there might be a simple answer. I don't know. I, I It's one of those things where, no, right now I couldn't think of a single thing that you could do that would make me stop loving you. 20 years from now? I don't know. Maybe. I, it's subjective. For me, at least. How about you? Yeah, probably, you know, the same. You know, unless you did something to to cause great harm or, you know, I, I don't know. You know, you get the n nuclear codes and you 
you know, blow up a couple of countries. I, I don't know. I'll cross that one off the list. <laughs> Check. <laughs> all right. The last one we have for this segment is should all parents on some level have love for their child no matter what? Well, you're really pushing this whole love thing. Do you not feel love? <laughs> no, I'm just asking your opinion. Do you need a hug? Uh, I, I think I think we covered this with the, the previous question, but yeah, I think all parents should have love for their child. You know, whether there's a disconnect or not, I can certainly see situations where that happens, but I, I don't know. I It's not like it's, you're not a pet, right? It's not a love that's developed. To me, it's it's a genetic type thing. Like like the love that I have for my kids is unlike the love that I have for anything else in the world. And I can't fathom not loving my kids. You know, Sam and I had gone through some some rough patches a few years back, but I didn't stop loving him through that. And I just I, I don't know. I, I have a very difficult time wrapping my head around the concept of not loving your kids. Like it's just, to me, it's, mm -hmm. it's always been there. So. All right. So that was the end of our first segment. We'll take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about spending quality family time together. Ooh, quality time. We'll be right back. For seven years, the Second Sith Empire has been the premier community guild in the online game Star Wars The Old Republic. With hundreds of friendly and helpful active members, a weekly schedule of nightly events, annual guild meet and greets, and an active community both on the web and on Discord. The Second Sith Empire is more than your typical gaming group. We're family. Join us on the Starforge server for nightly events such as operations, flashpoints, world boss hunts, Star Wars trivia, guild lottery, and much more. Visit us on the web today at www.thesecondsithempire.com. Welcome back to Insights in a Teens. Today we are on our second uh, Perspectives on Parenting episode. And right now we're going to be talking about spending quality family time together. Um, so, uh, first question in this segment is, what would you consider to be quality family time? To me, quality family time is any time I get to spend with my family. And it doesn't have to be game night or vacations or anything like that. I mean, we've done 16 hour rides to Disney and back and, and I consider that quality time, you know, whenever we're interacting with each other, I think is quality time because you're building that relationship. You're enjoying the time together. And that's probably the most important thing to me, at least. All right. Um, next question we have is, do you think the idea of spending time as a family can differ from different households? Oh, absolutely, because there are, you know, families that 
you know, they get together for sporting events or, you know, their kids are, are in on teams or different, you know, extracurricular activities. And, you know, that's where they spend their time together. You know, like when you were doing marching band, I was active, you know, with the band parent association so that I could, you know, find out when things were going on and, and be there to, to support and, and help out and, and do things like that. So there are parents that are, are, you know, active with that with their kids and there are some that aren't. Um, so, you know, everybody kind of has their own different idea of, of quality time. You know, one of the things that we're very fortunate is that we all have dinner together pretty much 99% of the time. It's very rare that we don't all have sit down together and have dinner. And there are some families that never have dinner together um, because the parents work, you know, uh, second shift or third shift. And, you know, some are coming and, and going while, you know, kids are at school. Um, so sometimes, you know, they might only get to have a meal together, you know, on a weekend or on a day off from work or something. Where for us, that's something we do every day, um, you know, so and that some people would find that, you know, very fortunate that we do that. And we kind of take it for granted that it's, you know, something kind of easy that we do. Yeah, I definitely would say that. Um, uh, um, well, I guess we kind of answered the third one, so we can probably move on from that. So... Um, going along with the, that question, should every family try to strive to have some sort of quality spent family time together? I I would say yes, but I think, again, that's kind of subjective. It works for us. Uh, it might not work for everybody. There are families that, that don't get along with each other. There are families that their schedules don't permit it. So if you, you try to do something like that, it could overstress a situation. Um, but... Uh, I, I mean, speaking just from experience, that's really what I thrive on. I, that's what energizes me and that's what, you know, brightens my day. And if I have a rough day at work, you know, I look forward to coming home to having dinner, to having our talks and, you know, doing a podcast or whatever it is that we do. That's what, you know, I don't, I don't live to work. I work to live and, and. I live for my family is really, you know, and then that quality time is a representation of that. All right. Uh, so I don't really know if I want to phrase the question like how it's written, but um, let's see. So should parents see quality time with their child as something more like it's okay if it's they don't do it, if like they do it occasionally, it's fine. Or should, like, they strive to be doing it? I guess it really depends on the situation because, you know, again, there are some parents that like to be hands-on, that want to be, you know, with their child and spend time with their child and, and do activities with their kids. And there are other parents that are are more standoffish, that, you know, feel uncomfortable uh, you know, doing that, um, you know, so it's, you know, it would be nice if every parent spent quality time with their kids, but unfortunately not every parent, parent does. Yeah, I could definitely, you know, understand that and it's, you know, 
how that could be different between everybody. Uh, so how do you think our family dynamic would be different if we didn't spend time together? Uh, I think it would probably be like the family dynamic that I had at home because we didn't really spend time together. Um, my dad kind of was never around, so he was, and it wasn't for a number of reasons, one of which was he, he worked a really odd shift. Um, but that was one of many reasons, but I think it would be like that. And I think that's kind of why I tend to be. I don't know, smothering maybe when it comes to family time and, and, and wanting to have my family near me. Like it sounds silly, but one of the things that, um, that I, I, that is a, a pleasant sound for me is if, if you guys are out doing something and I'm sitting downstairs and I hear the chime of the door, it's like, Oh, everybody's home now. So like the house is complete. Now the house has like a completely different feel to it when it's, when it has the family here than, than if I'm here by myself. So it's one of those things where I don't think I'd like the family dynamic if we didn't have that, that family time. I can certainly understand that. Uh, final question we have in this segment, cause you know, for some reason, some of the other ones just ended up combining is, do you enjoy that? We all have time to spend with each other. Yeah, absolutely. I I think, you know, it's it's wonderful that we all get along and that we all enjoy each other's company and that we do enjoy, you know, going and, and, and doing things together, uh, you know, during the week and, you know, on the weekends and vacations and things like that. But I also think it's nice when we get to have our time a- away from each other, too. Um, you know, it's, it's not where we're, you know, we spend 24 seven together, you know, because I think, you know, it, it kind of makes the time that we do spend together special when, you know, if I go off to red tent or something with, you know, friends of mine, or you go and do something with friends of yours or, Daddy does stuff, you know, with... With random people because I have no <laughs> friends. <laughs> no, I was going to say, you know, like when you play your Star Wars game, technically you're home, but you're not, you know, engaging with us. You're, you know, doing your own thing. Um, you know, I think that's important as part of the dynamic as well, is to for everybody to have, you know, that, that time up away from the family unit um, as well. I have that effect on people, you know. Yeah, where we just don't want to be around. You don't want to get away from me. That's that's one of my talents. Uh, Well, either way, that was the end of our second segment. Uh, We'll be right back and talk about being a role model. Role models. Insights into Entertainment, a podcast series taking a deeper look into entertainment and media. Our husband and wife team of pop culture fanatics are exploring all things from music and movies to television and fandom. We'll look at the interesting and obscure entertainment news of the week. We'll talk about theme park and pop culture news. We'll give you the latest and greatest on pop culture conventions. We'll give you a deep dive into Disney, Star Wars, and much more. 
check out our video episodes at youtube.com backslash insights into things. Our audio episodes at podcast.insightsintoentertainment.com or check us out on the web at insightsintothings.com. Welcome back to Insights into Teens. Today we have our episode on perspectives of parenting, which honestly now I'm starting to realize is completely different from the title of the podcast. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, now we're going to be talking, well, asking questions more or less about being a role model. So the first one we have is, do you believe that parents can act as important role models in their kids' lives? Absolutely. I think... You know, it, I feel bad for kids that don't see their parents as a role model um, because I think, you know, that should kind of be, you know, the the kid's number one hero or number one role model, you know, person to, to look to look up to. And I know in a lot of cases it's not, unfortunately, because, you know, of just whatever the relationship is, you know, with the the child and the parent. That's true. Uh, how about this? Could a parent be both a good and bad or bad role model to their kid? Absolutely. And I strive to straddle that <laughs> fence myself as much as possible. <laughs> you know what I say? You're, nobody's useless. You can always serve as a bad example. <laughs> Seriously, though, yes, Parents can and should serve as role models, and parents get to choose what kind of role models they do. Because especially at an earlier age, kids tend to look up to their parents just by default and and try to emulate them. And whether you exhibit good behavior or you exhibit bad behavior, the kids are going to emulate that. So, you know, for first-time parents, it's really tough to do simple things, you know, watch your language around your kids and, and don't say things that you don't want your kids saying and don't act a certain way. You know, don't, don't do things in front of your kids that you don't want your kids doing. And if you're a first-time parent, a lot of people don't realize that right off the bat. Um, so you can, you can corrupt kids pretty quickly like that. So it's very easy to unintentionally be that bad role model, I think. All right. So, how do you believe a good role model could uh, affect a child? I think you know a good role model would be probably the best example you know for for a child to strive you know to to achieve things and and just see that you know this was a good role model. This is what I want to be like. Um, you know, so I, I, th- I think that's the best kind of role model to be. All right. So how do you think a bad role model parent could affect a kid? Boy, how did that question come to <laughs> me? <laughs> um, I, I think the problem that you run into with, with bad role models, even bad role models can have a good effect on kids. All right. I talk about my father a lot. I think my father was a bad role model. He wasn't. Uh, a particularly good family man. He didn't spend time with us as a family. He treated my mother poorly. He treated us poorly. But by being a bad role model, 
it made me want to be a better person, a better father, a better husband. And I think if you have enough positive influence in your life to recognize when you have a bad role model, the role model then can serve a positive purpose. But if you don't have that positive influence in your life to be able to tell right from wrong, I think you can wind up repeating the sins of the, mm -hmm. of the role model. Some very deep questions we got here, don't we? Deep thoughts. Yep. Uh, we already answered this one, kind of. So, is it okay to rely on other sources of role models for your kids? Absolutely, because, I, you know, there are some parents who just don't have the knowledge or the self-confidence to feel like a positive role model. And in that situation, they kind of are a better role model to, you know, show their kids, hey, listen, you know, this is what I did wrong, you know, as a kid or as an adult, you know, don't follow my example, look towards, you know, this other relative or, you know, as much as I would say, hate to say, oh, look at this celebrity, you know, maybe, you know, uh, somebody that they know or, you know, uh, that maybe the child looks up to in for other reasons, uh, a sports figure, even, you know, look, look, this person went to college and this person strived to to make all these changes and better themselves. This is who you should be. Don't be like me, where the the parent has enough knowledge to s realize, hey, you know what? I'm not a good role model. Don't do what I did. Follow, you know, something something else. Yeah, and just to follow that up, I agree a hundred percent. I think I think it's okay to have that alternate role model if the parents aren't up to the role or even as a supplemental in addition to your parents. But I think you need to have parents or a mentor that's close to you that can help you find a role model that's appropriate. You need that level of guidance, that right from wrong, that, that character judge. You need someone that can help you find that role model because unfortunately today's society is, is so quick to turn to celebrities and inappropriate celebrities as role models just because they're celebrities. And what people tend to find out is once they go down that, that rabbit hole is that celebrities can be very flawed individuals who probably should not be emulated. Yeah, I can definitely see that. So even with uh, outside role models, how much do you think the actions of a parent can affect the development of their kids? A hundred percent. You know, if it's if it's the parent that's around, you know, your your child, um, and probably even if the parent isn't around the child, you're you're still affecting that child. You know, you figure there are parents of of divorce where. A child might, you know, split their time between two households. And maybe if they're 
you know, spending certain time with one parent versus the other that could, you know, um, have a, a, a positive or a negative effect on the child, depending on what type of environment that child's in. So it's, it's kind of hard to say. It could kind of go either way, I think. All right. Uh, and the final question I have for all of us is, how do you think, how do you feel about the possible role modeling you've given me over the years? Um, I think we did horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did too much role modeling because you're personality wise very much like me. <laughs> Which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but that was never my intention in role modeling you. Um, my biggest hope is that you are you. I want you. You're a unique, brilliant, wonderful, creative individual, and I want you to be you. I don't want you to be a mini version of me. And I, you know, there's a, a certain, to a certain extent, I did the same thing with Sam and I don't know if it's just because of a forceful personality I have or what but you know I it's want the genetics you, the genetics uh, I want you to be you and I, I think maybe I I was too much of a role model at times but I think you're at this point in time you're starting to blossom and come into your own and you are that unique person that I always wanted you to be Oh, me? <laughs> um, I think there are things that, you know, uh, like, like Daddy said, I'm very proud of you for being who you are. I, I look forward to the other changes that you'll be going through the next you know, two years of high school and then on to college, hopefully, and, and where that that leads you. Um, things that I kind of thought how you felt about things recently finding out that you feel differently kind of surprised me. Didn't I don't know if it shocked me, but I, I kind of felt like I wasn't a good role model in that respect because of the, the choices that you were, were making with that. But I support your decisions and again, would never not love you for it and feel, okay, if that's the way you are, that that's the way you are because that's your decision. You came to that conclusion on your own and that's how it should be with, with things like that. So I think you know, for the, the 16 and a half years you've been around, I think we've done a pretty darn good job so far. All righty. All that, and she's humble too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, well, that's the end of our... Uh... Awkward, painful discussion. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm sorry. I'm not used to hosting, and I don't even have any, like, good... Oh, my goodness, I was not commenting on your hosting skills. Boy, somebody's sensitive. <sighs> Aren't anyway. you glad we have this quality time together? See, Yay, this is, this look is at this quality time. <laughs> anyway, 
Anyway. Uh, did we want to do some show plugs? Or did you have closing thoughts? Anything? I could probably do show plugs. All right. How about we do some show plugs here? Because, you know, I didn't do it in the beginning, but even then I don't really agree with this. But anyway, um, so show plugs. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and pretty much anywhere you can get a podcast at this point. Uh, you can email us at comments at insightsinthethings.com. Let us know how we're doing. Tell us your show topics. Tell us what you don't want us to do. You know, all that good stuff. We you Ask know, us where the bodies are. <laughs> we're, we're still finding, trying to find those bodies, people. <laughs> um, you can get us on Twitter at insights underscore things. Uh, we're on YouTube at youtube.com slash insights into things. We stream five days a week on Twitch at twitch.tv slash insights into things. You can find our audio podcast listed as podcast.insightsintoteens.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash insights into things podcast or on Instagram at instagram.com slash insights into things. And you can get links to all these and more uh, on our website at www.insightsintothings.com. That's it. Yep. Another one in the books. Bye. Well, uh, it's, no, we don't yeah. need your we don't need your advertising. All right, fine. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>